The following podcast is the audio version of a previously broadcasted program. It may contain words and expression which might require watching. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We also welcome your comments, your suggestions, and yes, your criticism. For details on our broadcast, please visit sluza.com. That's S-L-O-O-Z-A-R.com. That's sluza.com. The podcast begins next. Welcome to Sluza, the place of common sense. Today is Wednesday, May 26, 2021. My name is Mike Duchamp. Is there hope for America? Now, the conversation about what has been going on in the country since 2016 has not stopped. Now, as a country, we expected after the 2020 presidential election, things would have been different because the individual, the elected official in the Republican Party would have come to the realization that the individual they were following, they were supporting is no longer so it's time to attend to the affairs of the country. But instead, the country has been in the worst possible position since the election of 2020. It's not an easy problem to solve because usually you expect if you have to fight an enemy, it will be an enemy that all of us, Americans, would join forces in order to fight. But what happens when the enemy is actually individuals that are also American, individuals that you meet at your workplace, individuals that you go to school with, individuals that you ride the bus with, individuals that are supposed to care about the country, and yet they have a twisted mind, twisted ideology. But instead of coming to the realization that they are wrong, they are doing the wrong thing, they are destroying the country and they are helping those who are also doing so, they are fighting with those who are trying to prevent that from happening. An honest enemy is always better than a friend who lies. Now, I do not have to convince you that the Republican leaders, most of them, have been lying to you. That's not an assumption. That's not a speculation. They have been lying to the Republican constituent on a regular basis in past, in fact, for the past four years under the previous administration. The only thing you had from your Republican leaders are individuals who lie to you. So the question is obviously, is there hope for America? Because people who lie to you, they don't lie to you because they like you. They don't lie to you because they want to do something good for you. They lie to you because they think, number one, you do not deserve the truth. And number two, 
they're not doing what they say they will be doing for you. As such, they have to lie to you. You can appreciate the fact, especially if you're a young individual getting into love relations, or you marry, you're engaged. It's not difficult for you to understand why someone would lie to you. And I'm not referring to just one sex, one gender here. If you are in a relationship and the individual in question, your partner, the person that either you're married to, engage with, or you wish someday to have, make a life with, have a family with, and that person continuously, constantly, consistently lie to you. And it's not just lying to you, you don't know about that, but consistently lie to you. Would you find that a good relationship to be in? Would you continue to be in that relationship? Would you make excuses for that individual? Now think about it for just a moment. It's your personal life, and you would find it unacceptable for the individual you either married to, engage with, or about to have a life with, a family with, you would find it unacceptable that that individual would continuously lie to you. Now, when I mentioned to you that your Republican leaders have been lying to you, I am fairly confident you know that because they don't lie about small little things. They don't lie behind closed door. They don't say something and then try to model. In fact, they come out publicly, openly, and lie to you about matters that are of importance. Not even you, no matter how much you want to argue the case, that you can deny the fact that that's all they've been doing, for at least that you know of for the past four plus years. In fact, during the previous administration, the Washington Post was keeping tab on the many lies of the previous president and came to tabulate it to 57 per day on average. 57 times that the individual that you call leader, the individual that you actually worship, the individual that you actually want supported and voted for, that individual is a liar, a scoundrel, a crook. Now, you know that, and that's what here we're trying to understand what exactly is going on. How in the world you would not, because as I mentioned, you would not accept to live with an individual, to have a family with an individual that constantly lie to you, and yet you're willing to help people who are destroying the country by lying to you, constantly doing so, and yet you continue to support those individuals. Now in this program, I refer to people like that, like people who are naive, people who are gullible, people who are ignorant. All that, you can say, this is insult. The question I always ask or try to understand, if someone tell you the truth, yes, it could be insulting. But isn't it time for you to accept that's the case and do something about it? Continuing in that path is not only identifying yourself with those people who lie to you, but also showing that you do not 
give a damn about raising your children, raising a family in that environment. Now you meet with people, you would swear in up and down that you have moral values. You would swear up and down that you are a Christian. You have moral principles. You have core values. And yet, you cannot bring yourself to accept that you are following, you are supporting, you are condoning the actions of people who have deliberately, not people who make mistakes. We're not talking about that. We're all humans. We're going to make mistakes. But we're talking about people who have engaged in deliberate behavior of lies and deception. You, the Republican supporters, you, the Republican constituent, are used as pawn for them to keep their job and to continue to destroy America. Put differently, you, the Republican constituent, you are contributing to helping those individuals you call leaders destroy America. No, that's not a damn liberal talking. Because it's one thing that you don't like Democrats. You don't like anyone who speak the truth about the Republican leaders that you're following, you, you, you're supporting, you're voting for. Because it doesn't feel good. But if you have a shred of decency, if you have a shred of moral decency, that should be good enough to tell you that it's time that you get rid of those people because they don't care about you, about your well-being, about the United States of America, because what they are more concerned about is to be able to keep the job that they have and they're relying completely, exclusively on your ignorance to make that happen. Because the more you stay in ignorance, the better it is for them because you're going to continue to vote them in office again and again and again. And you have been doing that for several decades now. Today, I'm going to show you how dangerous it is when you belong to a political party that has made it its number one priority to deceive its supporters. Not to do something that would benefit them, but to deceive them by lying to them every step of the way. You're not getting anything out of that. I can guarantee you that. The United States of America is now in decline. That's not something for any American to be proud of. The irony, the Republican have been at the forefront of exacerbating that situation. The past four years in particular have seen an acceleration of the decline of America. If you are a Republican, there is nothing to be proud of because you, whether you're passive or you're actively supporting those people, you become a part of the problem in the decline of America. So, is there hope for America? After reading several books based on presidents and on Obama specifically, I found that they're typically partisan. The Obama legacy targets the heart of the issue by giving credit to the president where it's due, but definitely coming down hard on Obama on his bigger failures, like his handling of the Syrian crisis. If you are in college, going to college, you are an educator, a faculty member, or someone with interest in government or politics, 
The Obama Legacy is definitely a book to read. My professor recommended The Obama Legacy. A friend actually recommended The Obama Legacy. I would highly recommend this book for anyone, whether for academic use or leisure reading. I would recommend this book to anyone out there searching for an impartial and unbiased look into Barack Obama's tenure as president. I would definitely recommend this book as a good read for both liberals and conservatives. If you just join, my name is Mike Duchesne, and this is Souza. We are looking at, for those of you who have watched this program before, you're pretty familiar with our objective. We use current events in order to talk about issues, topics that have impacts, long-lasting impact in our lives in the future of the country. So today we're going to take another look at that very fact. But before we continue, there are a few items that we need to present to you, which are uh, quite important. First, I would like you to, um, to, to, to follow me on, on Twitter, follow me on uh, Facebook, on Facebook, on, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel so that every time we start this program you will receive an invite and on the invite you will find a link that will provide you the ability to come to this program. That's extremely important because we talk about topics as I mentioned not just on a day-to-day -day basis of current events but we use sometimes issues, events that are being debated, and we put those events through the prism of logic in order to give you a sense as to how those events, whether it's a bill, legislation, policy, are they going to impact you. So as such, I strongly encourage you to uh, subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel and follow me on uh, Twitter. There are a couple of items that we would like to bring forth uh, today in terms of uh, the what's really uh, what's really making noise. Um, first of all, you should know at this point that Donald Trump, after exiting the Oval Office, uh, the investigation into it, into the crime he has committed have been uh, as paid off. The title you see on your screen, Donald Trump is a very, very bad man, is an article that I published a couple of years ago, and I strongly encourage you to go to the peoplebranch.org website and read about it. In that article, actually that was a series of articles that I wrote to that effect, in which I detail uh, the crimes that Trump committed before he became president, and adding to the fact that while president, the crime that he has committed as president of the United States. And of course, during the whole time that was being done, a number of Trump supporters ridiculed, of course, uh, did not see it in good light. But today, those crimes are catching up with him. The prosecutor is uh, going to present uh, evidence to a grand jury uh, about the crime that Donald Trump committed. And uh, that will provide the grand jury uh, a peek into those crimes and decide what to do next. Now, we don't have any idea what the grand jury is going to decide, but the fact that we're talking about the former president of the United States, 
uh, is now under criminal investigation and his crime, well, the prosecutor is providing the grand jury evidence of those crimes. This is a step in the process of charging an individual of crime. That's not anything small. But as Donald Trump always wanted to be the first to do so many bad things now, again, is going to be the first former president to have been formally charged of crime who've been recognized as a criminal. Now, is the prosecutor going to succeed charging or uh, making the grand jury, giving the grand jury enough evidence to see, yes, that guy is the criminal? My suspicion is, yes. Why? Not that I know what kind of evidence that the prosecutor is going to be present to the grand jury is because, number one, those issues in question, those crimes in question, have been under investigation for a very long time. This is not after the, the president, the former president exited the Oval Office that they've been looking into that, but they have been looking into his criminal activities way before he exited the Oval Office. You may recall that he was doing everything possible not to leave the Oval Office because he knew that that was going to catch up with him. That's number one. And number two, he was under civil investigation, which is uh, a step uh, less dangerous for the individual than criminal investigation. Meaning, literally, if he were to be convicted of whatever the litigation, the investigation revealed, he would have simply had to pay a fine, monetary. But just a couple of weeks ago, the Attorney General of the state of New York made the announcement that the civil investigation turned into a criminal investigation. And again, here, my, my assumption is it's not at the time of the announcement that they started the criminal investigation. It's rather at the time that they realized that they may have enough evidence and they just make the announcement. And the reason they did is because, number one, once they get to the point of finding enough to present to a grand jury, they had to make the communication to Trump's attorney and knowing that Trump attorney may go into the public and distort the information. So the attorney general quickly put that information out there so that the public knows that Donald Trump is under criminal investigation. How about that for a leader that you continue to worship? How about that for a leader that you continue to think of as someone you would want to be the president of the United States? He has committed so many crimes that even after he left the Oval Office, now he is in danger of being handcuffed and jailed. And yet you, the Republican supporter, you have accepted so many lies from your Republican legislators that you continue to worship an individual who is a criminal. And that should not be any surprise to you, especially if you have watched this program, because we here at Sousa have detailed the crime that Donald Trump has committed over and over and over. And that article that you currently look at, that, uh, the title of which you look at on your screen, that's one of uh, a series of articles that we published a couple of years ago where we told you that Donald Trump is a very, very bad man. And I strongly encourage you to read it on peoplebranch.org. So we're watching that very closely. And uh, of course, we will let you know where that goes. Again, as I mentioned, the evidence pre presented to the grand jury my suspicion is that or those evidence are, would be good enough for the grand jury to indict. Because I do not believe the attorney general, the office of the attorney general, would take the chance of first make the announcement publicly about 
criminal investigation and now for the rest of us to know that the evidence is being presented to a grand jury because it is abnormal in the justice system to do that because unless you are fairly certain that the evidence you have is good you're not going to even say it out loud until the grand jury hears it and the grand jury come to that conclusion but the fact that the attorney general already put that information out is enough for me to tell you that yes your former president Donald Trump will be indicted that much I can tell you with a high degree of certainty no no one is saying that anywhere because until the grand jury heard has heard the evidence and the grand jury has made the decision it's not known yet as to how they're going to decide but based on what I just mentioned to you I am fairly confident this is where we are headed which means in a few days a couple of weeks we will hear that will be that will occupy the airway that the former president of the United States the 45th president is the first former president that has been charged with a crime and yes he will have to face the justice system just like anybody else is no longer under the protection of the presidency and he will have to face the music because Donald Trump is a very 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 bad man now there is another interesting uh, news that we just learned that Joe Biden is going to meet with Vladimir Putin next month now that's not news because obviously president of the United States usually meet with their counterpart Russian counterpart um, well for that matter most head of state allies enemies etc but what's peculiar about that meeting is the fact that I've already started looking at Republican making comment about Biden not to meet with Vladimir Putin one Republican made the statement that would give Vladimir Putin a platform while is not within the confine of human rights and so on and so forth and I find that really rather ironic I find it really hypocritical because if you recall during the Trump administration when he went to meet with Kim Jong-un all the Republicans were praising him oh my god that has never happened before the president of the United States is meeting with Kim Jong-un which we all have already determined in the West is a dictator who killed his own people even sent to kill his own brother but for the Republican at that time gee that was great because Donald Trump was meeting never accomplished before this is fantastic and the same Republican have the nerve to even comment on Joe Biden meeting with Vladimir Putin now there is a big difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump first Joe Biden is not a moron like Donald Trump Joe Biden is not in the pocket of Vladimir Putin like Donald Trump Joe Biden is not a crook like Donald Trump so yes the president of the United States has every reason to meet with his Russian counterpart and set out a plan forward disarmament limit of nuclear weapon etc etc and we are very certain that Joe Biden is not going to be in the room with Vladimir Putin by himself so the Republican leaders they don't have any kind of flexibility to make any comment about Joe Biden meeting with Vladimir Putin because despite the fact that they knew that Donald Trump is a moron and besides the fact that they knew that he sat in a room with the former KGB agent without any American present and they still praise him and now they have the gall 
to be talking about Joe Biden not meeting with Vladimir Putin. Now, I don't know if you're paying attention, but your Republican leaders, they don't, they don't serve anything for the United States of America. They don't serve any purpose. They're just there to cheerlead whatever other Republicans do. And whatever is being done on the Democrat side, even if it's going to be beneficial for the United States, they oppose it. By now, if you haven't come to that conclusion, it's not your fault. Because you've been living in a world of lies, in a world of deception. You cannot know any better. Because the people you call leaders, the people you've been supporting, the people you have been elected to office again and again, those people don't have the interests of the country at heart. They could not give a damn about the United States of America. They applauded the former president, who had no experience whatsoever in international policy. They applauded him for sitting with North Korea. They applauded him for being in a room with Vladimir Putin with no American advisor present. To them, that was fantastic. They didn't see the danger in that. They defended him. And yet today, they have the goal to even pretend they have any interest in international policies. I mentioned time and again here in this program that the people that you elect as your leader in the Republican Party, they are the one who is most responsible for the decline of America. Because to them, it's not about America. It's about a political party. As of date, as you know, they continue to peddle the same lies, the same conspiracies about the 2020 presidential election. So as Republican, you don't have an argument. Because so far, Republicans have proven beyond any doubt their interest is not to the United States of America. Because they had a moron in the Oval Office. Instead of reining in on him, they let him run wild. Sat behind closed door with a former KGB agent, no American present. And you know how much damage that can do to a country? To have an individual who is willing to sell everything about the United States of America sitting behind closed door with a KGB agent. The Republican leaders didn't see any problem with that. They didn't criticize it. They didn't lament over it. They didn't even say that that's not acceptable. To them, that was great. And now they have the gall to even comment about Joe Biden meeting with Vladimir Putin. Joe Biden, first of all, is a very smart and intelligent individual. Joe Biden is very good and know how to, be, to, to negotiate with leaders. And on top of that, Joe Biden is not stupid enough to be in a room without his advisors. So please, Republican. You don't have anything you can bring to the table when it comes to those matters because you have proven beyond any doubt that the United States of America is not where your interests lie. Because if it were, you would have been up in arm in the previous administration when he was meeting, when he was meeting with Vladimir Putin. That's not what you did. If I had my way, if I had the power, I would have made sure that all of you could become mute during the whole Biden administration. Because there is nothing that Republican leaders in Washington could bring forth to the table today that would tell you that they mean good for America. Because they have proven 
beyond any doubt, America is not of interest to them. So as far as I'm concerned, the Republican leaders, they don't have a role in the shaping of America. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come and talk to you about a commission, the January 6th commission that currently a topic on the table and we're going to, we're going to look at what exactly does it mean for the United States of America. The hotly contested presidential election is over, but the challenges that lie ahead for this new administration are many and very difficult. Yes, we voted out the destructor of our norms, but our job is not done. The Biden administration will face a very corrupt and uncooperative Republican Party in both the House and the Senate. In 2009, in the midst of a devastating recession with unemployment rising, bankruptcy multiplying, the economy cratering, Mitch McConnell opposed everything Obama tried to do to remedy the situation. It is naive to think it will be different this time. The country simply cannot rely on Republicans, so let's not. Join us live every Saturday at 11 a.m. to bring forth ideas to combat those challenges. Together, we can help rebuild America with Joe. See you soon. Thank you once again for joining us. Uh, my name is Mike Duchenne. And this is Sousa. We are talking about uh, uh, topics of great interest, topics that uh, do not just make news today, but topics that will have impact in our nation, in our future, uh, for probably decades to come. You may recall that on January 6th, 2021, the former president incited a group of mobs in the Republican Party who descended into Washington and they ransacked the Capitol and intended to inflict harm on Vice President Pence, on Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and all other mostly Democrats who were gathered in their respective chamber in order to certify the 2020 presidential election. Now we know what happened. That was the second darkest moment in the history of America. We have a lot of information about the players, the actors, FBI has been conducting investigation ever since. They have already arrested quite a few people. The investigation still continues. But as it is here in the United States, when there, whenever there are, when there, whenever there are predicament situation like this, it is always a good idea to have congressional investigation not just to get to the bottom of the issue, but to come up with a solution to prevent those kind of things from happening again. You may recall Benghazi, for instance. The Republican conducted six investigations into Benghazi. And there were a couple of investigations. We call it independent investigation that also took place into the Benghazi attack in order to figure out exactly what happened and come up with a plan, a way to prevent those kind of tragedies 
from ever happening again. Now a commission, well at least the suggestion for a commission was proposed and vote was taken last week, a couple of weeks ago actually, and 35 Republicans voted to have a commission put in place to investigate what happened in January 6. Before that document ever for, got even forwarded to the Senate, Mitch McConnell, the leader in the Republican Party, already got on his pedestal and said, they're not going to go along with it. Now, for those of you who watched this program before, I mentioned time and again that Republicans never really work for the well-being of the United States of America. You may shrug it off because you're a Republican. But there has never been a time when I mentioned that, that anyone can come to me and prove me wrong. Because every opportunity that Republicans have to prove that they work on behalf of the United States of America, they work against the best interests of the United States of America. Now, he was a predicament, a sedition, an insurrection incited by the former president of the United States that almost make the Constitution of the United States useless, you would think Republican leaders such as Mitch McConnell would find it necessary to support such investigation in order to make sure that we never find ourselves as a country in that predicament. The first thing that came out of his mouth we are not going to support it. Now, if you're a Republican and you don't know what statement like that means, you may go along with it. Hey, why? Why should we investigate? The January 6th insurrection is the second darkest moment in the history of America, second only to slavery, which means it's a major event that will continue to impact America for decades to come. But the question that you should ask yourself is, why would Republicans oppose that? Why would they not want to know exactly where the failure happened and how to prevent it from happening again? Ask yourself that question. It's an investigation. And the investigation is not being done by Democrat when you set it, when, when you put a committee to investigate, that committee operates independently of Democrat and Republican. So the question you should ask yourself, why would Republican object to that? Mitch McConnell, why would he object to that? Now, Republicans rely exclusively on the ignorance of their supporters to make a case against anything that they oppose. But if you have even an average intelligence and you sit down and asking yourself, January 6th should not have happened to America. In fact, January 6th, if you live long enough, you would find out, mark the beginning of the decline of America. At least, the, the, a big marker. America has been in decline for a while. But that moment in time, that historical moment in time, would be considered the marker, the big departure, say, showing you like a curve, America is in decline going down. Whether you accept the premise or not is totally irrelevant. The fact remains, January 6, 2021, thousands of Trump supporters descended into Washington with one objective in mind, to nullify the election that took place. 
meaning literally to say, we don't give a damn about the Constitution of the United States. So why would legislators who took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution, why would they object to that? Ask yourself that question. Why would they? Now, I do have a theory. We know that some Republican leaders in Washington were collaborating with those seditionists in order to achieve the objective that they had. Others were providing more support. Others were on the wing waiting for them to be successful and claim victory. In other words, there are Republicans in Washington who participated, some directly, some indirectly, in the insurrection. So, an investigation will put that in black and white for everyone to see. So, they terrify. But I have even more bad news for Republican senators, because when that commission, at least the vote, left the House, heading to the Senate, there were a lot of talk in the media that it may not pass the Senate for a couple of reasons. First, there is Joe Manchin of West Virginia, and there is also uh, uh, cinemas of Arizona. Both of those people are Democrat, and they tend to side with Republicans, which means if Democrats lose two votes in the Senate, even if Democrats lose one vote, it's a problem. But if Democrats lose two votes in the Senate, now it becomes impossible to do whatever that they set out to do. But as you can see, both Joe Manchin and Cinema, not only they are on board for the commission, but it's even sweeter that it's going to happen despite Mitch McConnell opposition because Susan Cullen of Maine is on board. McCoskey of uh, uh, Alaska is on board. Mitt Romney of Utah is on board. So, so far, there are three Republicans that are on board for the investigation. In other words, the investigation, the committee, the commission will be set and the investigation will move forward. So why are Republicans terrified? If you are a Republican supporter, it is time for you to understand that your Republican leaders never intend anything good for America. And that is not politics. And that's something, if you watch this program before, I've been telling you over and over and over again. I wrote about it extensively. In fact, I've been writing about how Republican leaders have not acted on the, uh, in, in the best interest of the constituent for almost a decade now. Republican leaders they do not care about the constituent. They rely exclusively on their ignorance in order to advance their agenda. And they have been doing that for quite some time now. Now, here's a perfect opportunity that if you are an American citizen, if you are a patriot, you would want to know who was behind that in Washington. Was it just Donald Trump? Did he have help from the Republicans? Who are those Republicans who helped him? Who are those Republicans who supported an insurrection against the United States of America? Why would you not want to know that?
it's like a crime is committed as long as it doesn't affect you personally you do not care who commits a crime America is in decline not because of something Russia has done or North Korea or China but exclusively because the enemy that is fighting against progress in America is Republican. Your Republican leaders, they have not, they have not even, they, they have not been shy about showing publicly that anything that would benefit America, they oppose it. It's not even something they're doing behind closed doors. They come out publicly and rationalize wrongdoing. In Arizona today, there is a fourth or fifth or sixth recount happening in the state of Arizona. That's for the presidential election. So they're going to count until they make it they make it go to Donald Trump because that's the idea. The votes have been counted, recounted, and certified. What that means is once a state certifies an election, the outcome of the election, that information is sent to Congress to the archive, and the outcome is the outcome. There is no change of the outcome. But they are going to do it again, and again, and again, and again, until they say, see, we find out Donald Trump won the election. We have Donald Trump on tape asking the state secretary of Georgia to change the outcome of the election for him. If we didn't have the tape, he would have denied it. But we have it on tape. He's saying to the Secretary of State of Georgia, I just want you to find me 11,780 votes. And the reason he was asking for that specific number, because Joe Biden won the state by 11,779 votes. So he just wants one vote to, for the Secretary of State to give to him so that he could de de declare the winner. So he did, the people that are your leaders in the Republican Party, they don't care about the integrity of the United States. They don't care about the integrity of the election. They don't care about the Constitution of the United States. Those are not mere words. Those are facts that they work to dismantle what has made America the envy of the world. Those are the people that you prefer. You vote again and again and again, and to you, great. And if you can do that, it's because you too, you're okay with those individuals destroy America. Because you don't not lend your support to people who are doing bad things. In the criminal, in the justice system, if you provide your support to someone who is committing a crime, you become complicit in the crime. Now that's even much worse than that because we're talking about the future of America. And according to Paul, more than 60%, more than 60% of individuals in the Republican Party, more than 60% in the Republican Party have already made up their mind that Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. How did that happen? How did we get to the point of having millions of people 
We have millions of people in a political party that have been, that are so gullible, so naive, living in such ignorance that they willing to go along with lies that have been passed to them by their leader. And there are very few of them who have come to that conclusion, to that realization that their leaders are crooks, liars, and don't have their best interest at all. We have a rare breed of Republicans who know that what most of those Republican leaders are doing, not only are bad, but bad for the United States of America. What makes the predicament even worse is the fact that the people that are forming America are not rank-and-file Republicans are not people on the street. They are people that you, Republican constituents, elected to represent you. People are supposed to know better. Those are the people that are physically destroying America. And if you continue to support those people, you simply say, you're okay with that. And that's a reason for Democrats, Independents, and Republicans who have come to understand that the Republican Party is complicit in the decline of America. It is time those people are marginalized so that we can save America. I did mention and come up with this. There is a war going on, a war to save America. This is one war that every patriot, every American citizen ought to join in to fight because failure to do so will leave America to be precipitated into the decline. Here is what you need to have as a GOP leader. You must be a liar. You must have no problem cheating. You must be willing to violate the oath of office and not have any problem destroying America. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. It is the state of the Republican Party today that in order for you to be considered a Republican, lie all you want because the Republican supporters are okay with that. The Republican constituents embrace that, just lie. And in fact, the message has been received loud and clear because every Republican in Washington, they never open their mouth without lying. GOP leaders, everything that would prevent America from progressing Republican leaders have embraced that. Voting restriction across the country. As of date, there are 400 bills proposed by Republicans to make it harder for people to vote. 400! That's a Republican chairman in Pennsylvania that said, we did not send you in Washington to do the right thing. He's not mincing words. He's not hiding. That is an interview even on national TV saying, we did not send you there to do the right thing. We 
which is the Republicans are saying that we know your job is to do wrong in Washington because we do not send you there to do the right thing. And you are the leader, Mitch McConnell, opposed everything Democrats try to do for the United States of America. Everything. My number one priority in 2009, he said, is to make Obama a one-term president. Now he said he's 100% focused on preventing Biden from achieving anything for America. Nothing has changed. It's the same Mitch McConnell. You must be a liar. Oh, I said that before. Well, it's worth repeating. This is what the Republican Party is now for. Liars, cheaters, scoundrels, unpatriotic people who simply don't give a damn about America. The Republican constituent, I just find it that. They embrace it. They think it's cool to be a liar. And of course, you are familiar with the fact that Republican congressmen and senators, not only they gathered on January 6th to undo the election, but now they're defending those who descended into Washington to cause havoc. They're okay with that because this is great. They're expressing their feeling, destroying America. Now, those are other items that we'll touch later. When Republicans see something that would benefit the middle class, it's welfare, it's socialism. But when they give money to rich people, tax cut. It's stimulating the economy. You know, give it to the rich. Tax, tax cut. Stimulating the economy. Helping the poor, helping those in need, that's socialism. And of course, that's why your Republican leaders lie to you. Because you're not worth the truth. People don't lie to you for the sake of lying. They lie to you because you are not worth the truth. Republican leaders have been telling you that for the longest. You, Republican supporter, you are not worth the truth. That's why they lie to you. And they will continue to do so. Because you have proven to them that it's true. You are not worth the truth. Because the more they lie to you, the more you support them, the more you defend them. You are not worth the truth. I hope you join me on Saturday. We will discuss the anniversary of George Floyd murder by Derek Chauvin. And we'll also present to you what states, individual states are doing to address this predicament of police brutality, police murder of blacks, and what is happening in Washington in terms of bringing forth legislation that will limit the kind of impunity unleashing impunity of police officers onto blacks. In the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic afternoon or evening, whichever it happened to be. I hope you can join me again on Saturday when we continue this conversation. How to save America from the Republican. My name is Mike Dushan. This is Suda. Good day. That was an update through the prism of common sense. Join us again tomorrow at 11 a.m. for a full presentation. I am MD, host of the Suza program, the place for common sense. Send us comment, criticism, suggestion, or simply let us know how we do it. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful afternoon.
I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around. And the rumpus and rock is so comfortable now. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow. So I got an apartment across from the park. Working while in my fridge, still I'm not feeling great. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go. Here we go. Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website located at peoplebranch.org. That's P E O P L E B R A N C H.org. That's peoplebranch.org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is Mike Duchenne MD for short I hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that, that was Suza live from New York good day good day